0: Well, that was a fun one. The Arizona Coyotes didn't collapse in the second period. In fact, they kept a lead the entire time against the Seattle Kraken and remain undefeated against the expansion team. We're gonna talk about this game, what stood out to us, as well as who stood out to us all on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes.
1: Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leoneo. That's Carl Pavlik. This is our postgame show as the Arizona Coyotes take a 5-2 win over the Seattle Kraken at the Climate Ple- climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. What a win it was, Carl. I'm glad this happened because, well, let's just put it this way, they needed a bounce back after what happened last night.
1: Absolutely. Um, last night's game was really bad, and I don't think the Coyotes played a perfect game, but this is just a great result. It is a much-needed confidence boost for this team.
0: We talked about Keys to the game multiple times and one of the big things is we said don't collapse in the second period don't collapse in the second period they didn't do that in fact they scored an extra goal in the second period to pad to pad their lead a little bit more because it went first period is one nothing second period was two nothing yep. how about that
1: yeah they um they didn't they didn't collapse uh-huh. it was Looking really rough for, I think, the first half of that period. But, like, they started to build up some steam. And, yeah, they built off their lead. um, And just really good to see. Uh, It's kind of funny at this point in uh, being a Coyotes uh, fan. We're just like, yeah, you know. there's wasn't a three-goal collapse in the second period. That is awesome. That yeah, is yeah. a point like of pride. Yeah. More of that, please.
0: <laughs> but I mean but that really just tells us that like in the in, and and I and I will be frank with you obviously as you mentioned that first bit the second period well, was a little rough but they didn't allow they didn't allow any goals then um this still Carl, at least to me I'm not sure if I can think of another game that can be a more complete game like a full 60 minute like as close to a full 60 minute complete game
1: yeah it's it's tough especially for the coyotes this season they haven't had a lot of complete games this is one of the uh the better efforts i would say um it's I a think, rare
0: effort of a, of one where we're actually pretty satisfied
1: yeah i think the the most important like moment in the game was the anton strowman goal because like we we're always talking about the second period collapse. We've also seen third period collapses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Colin Blackwell like gets on uh, the you know cracking on the board. Strowman and it,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: and then less than a minute and a half later, Strowman regains that two goal lead. And
0: Strowman of all people, too.
1: Strowman right? of all people, uh, I believe on a backhand. Uh, yeah, which crazy uh was not expecting that but i think like the reason these collapses happen is because the coyotes get like stuck in their own head or whatever and it just keeps building and when they score a goal that stops that momentum and that regains that control of the game and we don't see that enough like i want more of that like it's fine that they scored just regain that you know regain that cushion or just have a good shift and that was a perfect
0: example you no know, strawman's goal right after it was like he's like the coyotes in Strawman were like nope we're not taking this we're gonna kick that one right back from you
1: yeah uh i i love the killer instinct of the coyotes when they're at their best uh and we saw that with the two empty netters they're just like no we're gonna keep building off this lead I don't care that we're up. We're just gonna keep building, and I want to see more of that. And I want that to translate in future seasons when they have like more skilled players.
0: When we have the future players from the Roadrunners and from the WHL and from other prospect areas come yeah. out and shine.
1: Yeah, I-, I want Dylan Gunther to get many a hat trick with a empty net goal. Just because, eh? Why not? It's a hat trick. Doesn't matter. Exactly, and this
0: is obviously. And again, we mentioned this, that's down the road, um, yeah. and we will be happy with what we can take now. And that's why we will gladly take this win as much as we can, even though the Kraken on a good team, we'll gladly take this win.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and, and uh, credit to the Kraken—they looked like they were in this game up until the very end. Like once the coyotes got that empty netter, like that really just kind of put it home. But up until then it could have been like anyone's game.
0: Which is crazy which one one thing I always found crazy too because um thinking about obviously the empty netters were were made made it a lot bigger of a score than 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 the actual game shows. But um in the previous years, obviously Grubauer being, was, was previously a Colorado Avalanche player, and the Tigers hated playing him. And yeah. now they got a win over him. A solid one, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I do kind of wonder what like, how this season how Grubauer is going to be reevaluated, um, Like, just what his career is going to be. Um, which is very interesting, because we saw a very thing with Marc-Andre Fleury going the opposite way, where it seemed like he was washed up going to the expansion team. And then after a couple of years, it's like, oh, my God, he's still got it. Uh, I feel like Grubauer may be like, oh, he's playing at the top of his game with the Avalanche, goes to the expansion team. And people are going to be like, eh, was, was he doing that good or was that the system? I, I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, was or is it just how good Colorado was? Yeah, uh, it could be. Um, we have often seen like really good teams mask average goaltending, and you go to a different system. Like, I, I think that's been. Eh, I wouldn't say the really good team part, but systems masking average goaltending has been a key aspect of the Coyotes for a lot of years.
0: Absolutely. But we still got more to talk to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We are going to talk about some of the players that stood out to us, some of the other things that helped this Coyotes team in the contribution to a 5-2 win over the Seattle Kraken. All of that, plus a little bit more coming up on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. But first, a quick word from Carl.
1: So, Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs, right up to the big game in a couple weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute information on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with re- or live real-time updates on current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: All right, so back here on Lockdown Coyotes. Thanks again, to everyone, for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. Make sure to also check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Lockdown NHL, a bonus hockey p- podcast covering all of the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Lockdown NHL podcast feed. It's available and a free wherever you get your podcast. Once again, both of us are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, every day. Now let's get more to this. Once again, Coyotes 5-2 win over the Seattle Kraken. And Carl, lately, a lot of the wins that we talk about for Arizona, we really shine... Put a huge shine onto you know one man in Karel Veimelka, and he had a good game because he was he was riding a back to back. This was the second game straight he had to play, and the first game was not a good game. Yeah. Um. And so where I was a little thinking, like, what is he going to do on a back to back? This is the first time we're seeing a goalie for the Coyotes have to play a back to back that way. Um. So he, I, I think he he did phenomenally. Thirty four save game for him absolutely
1: um and i kind of understood why he was giving this game like as soon as it was announced it's like yeah he didn't have the best game last night but just throw him back in there don't let him dwell on that loss like give him a win against a a weaker team because you know We we talked about in the previous show the Vancouver Canucks they're not good they're probably not going to make the playoffs the Seattle Kraken are one step below that so you know make sure Vemalca can get a win and that's important for his you know mental state
0: and the I think the crazy thing and I think the thing I love the most is we talk again we talk about how much we love Vemalca and how much contributes to a lot of the wins. Um, but in this case, as he, uh, although, yes, he was a huge contributor. He wasn't the only one this time. He, we're not saying that he carried the team on, on his back this game because there were some pretty good contributors in this game. We talked about Anton Strawman being able to f- essentially fend off the collapse by essentially getting one right back. Um, but a two-point night for Phil thrill Phil Kessel, Yep. Yeah, that's a good performance from him, plus uh Nick Schmalt two goals, one including, no, one of them was the second empty netter, but cont- contributions all around.
1: Yeah, Alex Galchenyuk with a goal and an assist. Uh he has looked phenomenal since the year turned over. Um I have loved um seeing him play with uh the top two lines. Uh I thought, you know, he had a really good game. Um but it, it was nice to see the Coyotes' offense kind of show up. We so often don't see them, uh, but we got, you know, I'm not going to say balanced scoring because it's mostly, you know, the top guys but and Anton Strowman, but we got like a good mixture of offense from the, from the Coyotes.
0: I'm counting on here. Nine players for the Arizona Coyotes got the score sheet.
1: Yeah, which is – just huge like and again offense has been a consistent problem with the coyotes and it was good to see you know eh, it it clicks it when it rains it pours and the coyotes kept five goals i know man that's
0: and again that's a and that's a rare appearance in itself because you know the fact that they're only scoring a little more than two goals a game and the fact that they scored five this time how much did they score the last time they beat seattle
1: Um, was it also five?
0: I want to say it was also five because it sounds like that. Uh,
1: Let me check and see. It was definitely a high scoring game.
0: I'm bringing it at the box store right now. Yeah, that was a 5-4 win.
1: And we predicted it would be a uh, We went it would over. We got yeah. the over. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I do kind of love the idea that the Coyotes just match up really well against the Kraken.
0: I know, right? It's absolutely amazing because the uh, – <laughs> Because, well, I was going to mention this a little bit later, but let's just go ahead and go straight to it. Um, And I already mentioned it kind of at the beginning. The Coyotes undefeated against the expansion team.
1: The Coyotes have played two games against the Kraken, and they have won both. Uh, Six of one, half dozen of the other. Uh, It just, uh, when you say undefeated against them, it sounds a little bit more grandiose. It sounds,
0: I mean, it sounds funner that way, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, I I do, I love the idea of the Coyotes sweeping the Kraken in, in the first year.
0: They've got one uh, more shot at it later in March. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I feel like the Coyotes are just in a position, like, because they're like, bottom of the league in a lot of people's opinions and expansion teams tend to get like a lot of, you know, Slack, Slack. Uh, And it, it feels like it's a natural rivalry. And it felt like that with the Vegas golden Knights. And I would just love if we can get that with the Kraken. I mean, that's,
0: I mean, that's, 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 that's what we're, I mean, that's what we're kind of hoping for, right? We want to see yeah. we want to see kind of build some natural rivalries. Also,
1: let's get a little bit
0: of, you know, hate in there. The fact that it's the team that kicked us out of the Pacific.
1: Yeah. So. There there's absolute reasons for coyotes fans to dislike the Seattle Kraken. Um and I just want the coyotes to give the Kraken fans a reason to hate us.
0: And that's just and that's just uh Finding ways to beat them despite being a base, a basement team right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, despite being one of the worst teams in the NHL, still finding ways to win.
0: Uh, I like how we had to say one of right now because we cannot kill him the title of the worst right now because <laughs> we already know who that is. I'm sorry, Scott and Laura. Um, I know it probably <laughs> sucks, but...
1: Uh... It's a uh, oh, – I, I, I always like to think of teams in kind of like groups. There's never one worst. There's usually three teams battling for that worst and holding the title throughout the season. And the Coyotes are definitely one of those teams.
0: Coyotes, Montreal, and Ottawa right now? Yeah. With I mean – that With the Kraken right next to New Jersey probably in the next year?
1: How are the Sabres doing?
0: I think they're, I think they're, I don't know. How are they actually doing? They are. Huh? 35 points. So 35.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Between the Canadians and the senators. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of teams. Surprisingly, there's a lot of teams that are doing bad this year.
0: Yeah, uh, but there's a pretty big discrepancy from those teams to Arizona and Montreal. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. Yeah. This was a. Uh, but yeah, the Coyotes are a bad team that uh that's beaten the Kraken. Uh, and honestly, it feels like they're just matching up pretty well against them. I mean. It made for some fun
0: hockey to watch, right? Like, because you actually saw you actually saw a decent matchup versus like a couple other times when like it was just a surprise, like either a surprise win, um, or it's just something that came out of nowhere, or some or let's, or let's put it this way, like when the Coyotes played the played the Golden Knights, what was the score for that one? Like seven to one or whatever it was. Like that was just freaking embarrassing, and like and like that was just a coach. That's just a complete. An utter mismatch. Yeah, the mismatch games are just not even fun to watch. Um, No.
1: No, they're just really depressing.
0: Yeah, and even the mismatch games are the lowest scoring, um, where it just looks like boring hockey.
1: Yeah, Uh, except for in those. uh like the Karel Vamelka 1-0 shutout. Win those, are games. Those, are,
0: those are different because that's, <laughs> yeah. those the, those are just Karel Vamelka being Karel Vamelka <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Like those are the only fun mismatch games to watch where you're just like, oh, wow, this is, uh, can they, uh, can they successfully not screw this up? Uh, and uh, somehow they uh, they find a way to do it.
0: Uh, I've mentioned it several times before. The future is bright for that goaltender.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. And, and he had a, he had a good uh, outing. It's it's rare that we get to talk about other people, um, but he definitely had a good game, made some key saves. And again, as we meant, I
0: mentioned earlier, key saves on the second night of a back-to-back. I
1: can't, yeah. can't stress it enough because that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> so the Cairns next play the Tampa Bay Lightning. Do you think they start top? again? We'll have
0: to see. We'll have to see. It. But you know what? Let's give a little mini preview to the Tampa Bay Lightning in just a sec. Before we get to that, though. Let's uh, let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing number of makes and models is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why you offer often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Or wait for the person behind the counter orders order the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money. When using Rock Auto, why choose you spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? When you can go to Rock Auto, a family-owned business serving dirt use overs for over 20 years, and their prices will be a lot reliably low for every customer. And I want to give you guys a perfect example. I'm looking at stuff for my Mustang because that's due for a lot of freaking repairs and a lot of maintenance work. Um, brake rotors. Are like you can get, I can get like a whole pack for prop like a whole pack of like four brake rotors for the price of one at a at one of those chain auto parts stores. That's ridiculous. That's so much money saved by going to Rock Auto. I want you guys to check it out yourself though. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, right locked on in there. How did you hear about this box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. So let's finish things off here, Carl. Um, obviously, yes, we are happy the Arizona Coyotes took a five-two win over the Seattle Kraken because, well, we need we need games like this every now and then. Because unfortunately, we're gonna have a tough matchup, and we're not gonna go in depth because that's later in the that'll be later in the week. I will be on Friday morning's episode. Um, but we got the Tampa Bay Lightning c- coming back when we come back home and that's not going to be a fun game.
1: No, no it's not. Um uh this seems like a a game where the Coyotes can like build momentum and maybe catch the Lightning by surprise. Could it always be a trap game, you never know, but it's not looking good when the the Coyotes are matched up against the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: No, it's not. I mean, um when the Coyotes went on that what East Coast road trip, too? Like, mean, come on. Yeah.
1: I I mean the one good thing I will say is the Coyotes will not play for a week after the Lightning game, so no reason to not go all out. And that's
0: when they play L.A., which is a rivalry. So like they and then like it's like all right, go all out, rest a little bit, and then do it again against your rivals. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Like that's uh, that's kind of the benefit of the Coyotes' season, not being too affected by COVID, uh, not having too many games rescheduled. They still get somewhat of a break. Uh, they definitely had quite a few, but not as many as some of the other teams.
0: No, so that's what makes it. That's what makes things good. Yes, I am. Like obviously, I've been. I've. You've heard me complain about the back-to-backs, but. They get more t- – the Kyries actually have more time off despite that, which is crazy yeah. um, because because they had very few games had to be scheduled. The Lightning was one. The Kings were another. And then, so that – it's just the, – these next three games are also rescheduled games, Lightning, Kings, and Stars.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's kind of like if you've ever worked a job where you could do four tens as opposed to, to five eight-hour shifts um it, it's like that you're just getting it all out of the way and then getting a lot of rest in there um and it can definitely be stressful i am not necessarily looking forward to the king stars back to back uh seems like it could potentially be rough
0: i mean but, what's good about that is the kind user at home yeah a home back to back is much easier <laughs>
1: This is going to be one of their longest homestands, I think, in a very long time. I know, isn't it all season?
0: Yeah, that's a seven-game homestand. Yeah. Wait. Eight-game homestand. I miscalculated that.
1: (laughs) That's a... Let's see what the Coyotes can do. Um, I know sometimes it, it can be beneficial to get on the road because you can simplify their game, but eight games at home, you got to take advantage of something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, what's the best thing is, and I'm pretty sure you, any player will say this, is there something special about being able to sleep in your own bed?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not have to worry about like, eh, it was a 30 minute plane ride apparently from uh Vancouver to Seattle, or not that. I think it was 24 minutes, but that's still taking a plane uh, and dealing with bags and hotels and all that. You get to just go home. Like, yeah, it's something beautiful. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: But. Oh, uh, real quick um, during the game, there was actually one piece of Coyotes news that was announced. Uh, Two former Coyotes will be representing uh, the U.S. Olympics team. Andy Mealy will be serving as captain. Aaron Ness is uh, going to be wearing an A.
0: There you go. Aaron Ness was a mainly taxi squad player last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Andy Mealy spent a lot of time with the Roadrunners.
1: Oh, so. yeah. I-, I feel like I spent most of my early five for howling days writing about how Andy Mealy was just a couple of seasons away from breaking through. Uh, But I have been following his career for a long time. It's great to see him being able to represent his country.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, yes, we are sad that NHL players aren't at the Olympics, um, which is why we have all these games, but let's be real here. The um, seeing some of these players who didn't get their shot in the NHL but still have but still like made some pretty good contributions previously and they're having the opportunity to represent their countries at the Olympics, it's pretty cool,
1: yeah. And and, uh, it's definitely like a lot of players who, um, I think Coyotes fans are going to be aware of. Uh, I saw Mikhail Bodker just had a goal in uh, in one of their games. So uh, I, I think, uh, you know, there's no NHL players, but still plenty of reason to uh, pay attention to the Olympics.
0: There's always reason to pay attention to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, because some of them could, could be future NHLers. Yeah, definitely. The I mean,
1: especially a lot them, since-, a lot, since a
0: lot of them are in college.
1: Yeah. College players, uh, European players never know who's going to be in the NHL.
0: Exactly. So pay attention people. Also women's hockey. Let's be real. Yeah. we, We love it. We absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, hockey in general is just fun to watch. You don't need to, to always watch for like the future potential of an NHL player. Uh, I think, uh, we sometimes forget that because uh, our job is talking about it in that perspective. But yeah, hockey in general is just really fun. Yep. And that's
0: what I love about being a hockey fan. Yep. But we are just about out of time for this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere that you get your podcast. We once again want to thank everybody for making Locked On Kaidy's your first listen every day. Now we want you guys to go ahead and check out our friends at Locked On Bets because because we you know we do a lot of betting stuff here and if you listen to our advice, you would have cashed in because we we both picked take the points and pick the over, both of which fell for you guys. So if you took our advice, congratulations, you're a little bit richer depending on how much you how much you bet. Um, but Locked on Bets, you're able to do a lot more Um, rather than just Coyotes games. You can do it all. Hockey, NFL, NBA, college groups, they do it all. Be sure to go and check them out, free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. But once again, don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash on coyotes, on Instagram, lockdown coyotes, on Twitter at L O underscore coyotes, and for perso- per us personally at Robin underscore Leano, that is me, Robin with the Y underscore L E A N O. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik, F F H. Anyway, let's ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.